Hello and welcome to Straight From The Off, a podcast based around the amateur football scene of our fantastic city of Liverpool. I'm Michael Watson and each episode we'll bring to you a local footballer, past or present, who'll share their stories of glory and despair with us on Straight From The Off. This episode's brought to you by CK1 Electrical. They cover all aspects of work, commercial, domestic and industrial. Based in Liverpool, the NIC and EIC approved contractors. Get in touch with the lads there to look after you for all your electrical needs. Big thanks to Franny Ventry, uh, National Cup winning captain for the Seymour, who set up that sponsorship. Thanks very much, Fran, and to the lads who run the company. Uh, giving back to grassroots and, and local community projects and so on. We, we appreciate it very much. Um, today's guest, I thought it was only right that we get someone in from the modern game. I know the show's been been based around uh, the amateur legends and the non-league legends, even the professionals as well, but such was the good response to having the likes of uh, Mooney and Menor on. I thought we'd get someone who's in uh, who's in red-off form, and we've got the main man in today. And uh, hopefully he won't do, won't do the damage he's been doing in the six-yard box here in our little studio. Welcome to the show, Josh Corliss. Well, thanks very First and foremost, thanks very much for having me. It's a pleasure. A little bit of a pleasant surprise. So, yeah, there we are, running on the wave that's currently going, so... Gotta get the f- gotta give the fans what you want, mate. As you know, at the moment, Keep right, the it's, ex- fans it's, happy. it's expected of you, mate. At the moment, isn't it right? So as we always start, it mate straight from the off. How old were you when you first started playing footy? Who did you play for, and what team did you support? Yeah, so first and foremost, I'm a Liverpool fan, of course. A little bit of a strange one because my dad's a blue, but me yeah. mum's my mum's dad was a was a big big red. So on his deathbed, as such, he said to me, mum, make sure he's a red, or I'll look down on you, and then. Here I am now, that, so I'm thankful. I'm very, very thankful for him. Yeah, peer, peer pressure, but that was that, yeah. Well, I haven't looked back since, but yeah, so first started playing really when I, as soon as I could walk, really always football obsessed. So started playing for a team when I was actually four because I've always been so big. Um, started playing for the under sevens team. Under, under 12s. Yeah, <laughs> just about, yeah, still calling me a ringer. Um, but yeah, so I actually started left back because I've always been right footer, but my dad was always obsessed. Left foot, left foot, left foot. So yeah. started left back, moved into centre midfield, and then my early days, I, my dad had the team Stadia Gold, good little team, very good team. Actually played up to them, probably up until about twelve. But that was really me. My dad's teams obsessed videos, 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 learning. So as as most of us were footy obsessed as a kid, really. Yeah. What, so what area was that, Josh? Where did you live? So I've always grew up in Walton, me, just yeah. not far from here, so just right by Walton Park, so mornings, noon, night, out in the garden, out in the street, how it should be. Over the park, mate, you can't... Uh, that, that's one thing about around, like, Walton, Nogsy and, and, like, Sparrow Wall, and that there's pitches everywhere, wasn't there? You know, Joe Stone, the LBA, before it was obviously the, the Umbles and Wally Park and all that. 100%, and especially... Back then as well, there's not a lot more kids playing footy as well. As you go out with your footy and you've made mates, then haven't you? Yeah. Out for the day, then so hundred percent, it was very, very active. You could play in the street, mates, because there wasn't that. Well, I know you're not that old, but there weren't that many cars as there is now. Like three, three cars were now sold. You could play gates, couldn't you, across the road? That's what it was. And my cousin lived facing me, you see, so we'd have a little bigger gate. We'd play there just across the gates, and plenty of time to hit the cars. But no smashed windows. So what? Uh, what? What leagues were you in then? For the, so what what was it called? Stadia Stadia, Stadia Gold we were Stadia called. So that was my dad's team. We played up in the Mosley Hill Leagues and stuff like that. Yeah. I can't fully remember, I'd be lying if I said the new, but good team to be honest, a few few familiar names in there. We had Peter McGrail, who's now boxing, just turned over, good player, right yeah. winger, very yeah. good player. We had a few so G B and all that. I know, you know, <laughs> doing very well for himself, isn't he? Fighting soon, so yeah. But 
really just more, mainly in the Moscow League and stuff like that. So I was mainly playing centre midfield, and it's kind of the relationship with my dad back then was a bit hot and cold in regards to playing. I could be having a worldie, and it'd be on me case, on me case, on me case. So it was one of them as a kid. It was kind of backs against the wall sometimes because my dad was always the one to say, "You know what you're doing well." So I'll tell you what you're doing wrong. And as a kid, sometimes you don't really fully understand that, do you? No, no. It's like uh, everyone's got different methods of coaching, and it, and and it's all changed now, hasn't it? Well, you think it has, but then you hear some of these like crazy shouts on the line and and all that. We we had a uh uh in that under tens the other the other week. The coach from the other team made them swap ends because of the sun. I was like, wow. I was like, wow. So the dad went off for the toss-up, which is just like a little formality for the kids. And then the la- the, f- the coach on the other line, I could hear him shouting to his, his kid, the captain, who's like nine. He's just saying nine or something. He's like, swap ends, mate, the sun and all that. I'm like, wow. It's crazy. Does he think the sun's it? going away in 25 minutes or something? Crazy. But, you know, that, that's what it's like. I, and I, I played for my dad when I was younger. And, and to be honest, he didn't used to give me that much grief and all that. But you, you see it in... The, you're hardest on your own kids, aren't you? And, I do it with, with and that's what mind. it is. It always comes across. You don't know one really likes an arse licker who's, oh, my son's this, my son's yeah, that. Yeah. It's one of them. So it's a fine line. I think because he was the manager as well, probably you've got to be a little bit more in terms of, I'm not just giving all my son all the credit. But yeah, you've got to go in above and beyond, haven't you, for him to, to like, feel all right about putting you in the team yeah. all the time. And that. Yeah, I get that, mate, I get that. So we're, we're quite successful team, or did you? Did you yeah, we won. My trophy cabinet's pretty full, to be honest. From from um, from well, playing with my dad's team, really stayed your goal. But memories, I can't really tell you what trophies there was. It's such a little bit of a blur now, I'll be honest. But yeah, we we was successful as such in terms of winning winning stuff. I've always been a winner. I'm a bad bad sore loser. Yeah, still That's now best terrible. Way, best way to be, mate. Best terrible. way to be. It's one of them when I think now for the kids, it's all right. You know. I say to to me lad, now he's a goalie, and I say to him, a couple of hours after it, he's he's not that bothered. You know what I mean? He can put he can put it, and I'm thankful of that. Some kids can proper take it with them all week. You know, definitely. The day he gets home, starts drawing in his little pad, and and, and that's what right. it's about. I think that's what half the problem these days. I think a lot of kids are going to academies far too young, and I don't think it's right for them. I think they need to be playing, enjoying the game, learning the game really in a fun environment. Because a lot of the time, these kids who do go to academies and such, and they're getting really, really coached from a young age, they're not very socially inept. You can't, you know, yeah. in in yeah, that sense, you need, you really need for me. I think. A later age group in regards to going to that definitely. I think playing, especially playing with your mates at a young age, very important. And, and as, you, as you said, go and play in your game after they forget about it. It's only a game of footy. Yeah, starts popping me with a nerf gun and that. So, so, what about was that Saturdays or Sundays up in Mosleyle? So that was Saturdays. We used to play Saturdays. Yeah, early kickoffs. Nah, yeah. So didn't you ever venture over the, the LBA, the Jeffrey Humble? Didn't you just play no, on there? We no, we never ever bothered with the Jeffrey Humble. No, because it was so it was, as well. It's local as well, right? But we never ever. Uh, bother with that we used to train in the um, where the Brecht play now in the yeah. little sports hall oh, and that was our spare yeah. sp- uh, where we trained yeah we used to train in the Vernon Sankster sometimes as well yeah. RIP yeah. Uh, but yeah that was that was us really kind of I can't remember fully what age we kind of stopped playing together and then that's when we kind of moved on yeah Got so what, what about schools then? What schools did you go so to? So I went to Florence Melly which is just on the, literally on, on my road Yeah, so it was handy we had a good Good team, couple of good players. No one as such of of note. And then from from Florence Melly, I went to Hillside. Me, a oh, lot of, yeah, a lot of my mates uh, went to Walsall. But my mum 
wanted me to go to Hillside, just get away with because my sister went there. It was a good school. Um, wanted me to knuckle down. It was a little bit of a bright spark in in school. I was so was she, she went, yeah. yeah. Matt was always my little thing as a kid. So, um, yeah, she really what kind of pushed me. But then once you get to year seven, eight, you find out going out and stuff, doesn't it? You kind of your mentality changes a bit. But yeah, Hillside, we had a again solid team. Nothing, nothing to rave and scream about. No, no major players in my year. We had a couple in our school. We had Jose, obviously, yeah. good career. We had Mikey Ordish, yeah. now looking after Liver and Remica. Good player in, in high school. That was probably really about yeah, it. Hillside, my age, I had a lad called Eddie O'Brien, who was like a big, uh, he was like an up and coming defender with Everton. Ends up playing like most of his amateur career with Waterloo Doch, winning all kinds back back in the day. But I remember, we didn't really play them. I went to Vizakli, we didn't really play Hillside, but I remember thinking about Hillside. There was, it was all cameras up, wasn't it? Like it had cameras all yeah, around, yeah, and I remember yeah. thinking, wow, we couldn't go there. <laughs> our, our little firm, if we hadn't last two minutes in, in yeah. Hillside, everyone bunking off school and all that. But what about uh, any any flirtations with like schoolboy footy or anything like that? So, really, from my in secondary school, um, it was mainly I was playing for a guy called Tony Robinson, and we had a team a little bit. So, he called it the Galacticos, as such. There was a lot of kids like myself who all can play very well. And he'd just get a team together, probably a couple of ages, probably my age, two years below and two years above us. And what we'd do then, we'd go and train with him twice a week. And then we'd go and really play academies then F- on the weekend or through the week. You'd get your team together and we'd go and play them. His, his lad's now playing left-back for Fulham Weekend at USA International, yeah. Jedi. So he, he, to be honest, by far and away, my, my best coach I've ever had. Yeah. Not even close. So that was mainly, I'd done that for about three years and such got... He really was the first one who properly believed in me in terms of you're a player and you can really go to the next level. So I felt like me playing really went to another level, playing with him really. Um, and on the back of that, I went, I had a, a trials at Everton. I, do you know what? Went there, you think you do well. I've never really been somewhere and thought, you know what? I've stunk the gaff out. I've never felt like I'm out my water. I felt like yeah, I've done, done really right, well. Done all right, yeah. um, and then from that, we go to play academies, we go and play your Stokes, your Blackburns, and we'll turn them over three you now. It's like, how aren't you looking at any of us if we're beating your so called first team of our age group? It's something doesn't sit right, does it? But in that sense, from there, from, I must have been just say, just after I turned 16, just starting sixth form, I'm on the baby the year you see. I went up to Blackpool, done a, done a probably, I was at Blackpool for like four or five months. It was a bit, bit of a stupid long process, really. They, they stopped me. Pl- they st- let me go, and from there, then I was a bit behind in sixth form. I'm a bit stuck. I've, I've had a year, but I didn't finish it because I went there. Yeah. So you're now in a little bit. What do I want to do? Do I want to go to education? Do I not? So then I went. You know what? I'll reset my year. So then when I reset my year, and then we went. I got offered to go up to Scotland. Two trials. One at Saint Mirren. One at Motherwell. Done two weeks at them both. Not and come back from that. But again, you go in there, you're playing with kids, and you think I'm better than these kids. What aren't they seeing? So it, yeah. it, it's hard sometimes to grasp. But you take it on the chin, don't you? Come back, and then I was a little bit in a catch twenty two. Then in terms of where do we go? To, I've got to start really thinking of getting a proper job. Yeah, start uh, earning money and and being responsible. Uh, yeah, yeah, and 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 it's kind of being responsible, but living a life in terms you you dedicate a while, a long time to football and stuff, and it doesn't start paying you back, and you're seeing your mates going out, part. Not as such partying, but enjoying themselves, and you've sacrificed that for a little bit. So sometimes you think I've got to go and enjoy myself, and now looking back, it probably wasn't the best thing to do. So when you when you sort of 
come back from them trials or, and having a go on it. And it's a couple, like you said there, it's not just a couple of weeks, a good couple of months like a, a out of what your normal routine was. When you've come back from that, are you thinking to yourself, that that could be that could be me in, in sort of, you know, at, at any sort of professional level. So let, let's get me a down in sort of bit of education, work, whatever, and, 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 and play with the lads. Yeah, in a sense, for me, it really disheartened me. I took it. I took it quite badly. I'd say it kind of from from that point. I stopped playing. Really, I was just you know what I'm fed up. I've I've done this. I've given it me all for how long. I mightn't just be. I mightn't be good enough. Really, I believe I am, but other people aren't seeing it. So, from really seventeen, eighteen, I didn't really kick a ball for three years, three yeah. and a bit years, four years, and they probably me prime years. Really, just thought you know what? No, I've had enough of it, and just started. Going out, really going out, going festivals, going everywhere I could in terms of having a good time. Like, who were your mates playing for? Any of your mates still playing? Like, yeah. So as such, not not as such really. So my my good mates from round by ours, they was playing, but not really at a a major level. Just for the for the mate team as such. And then the, my mates I was knocking around with, he wasn't real real playing football at that point. He played in school and supposed to. They were just more kind of got as I say and going yeah. out enjoying themselves so it, it is in terms of the crowd you're in with definitely does affect yeah. your thinking and that such so you were uh, you sort of had a little blowout and, and thought let's, <laughs> let's let's get out and have a little go with the scene and see, see what it's about and then what was it were you just mission footy or did someone coax it, you back in it, with a little it's a case of for me I've always loved football football's me being my first love but it's a case of sometimes I don't think my head was right at that point. You don't really, as I say, you're a young lad, really. Aren't you? You're not mature enough, and you're going there, you, you're getting disheartened. But really, it shouldn't have disheartened me. It should have went the other way, and I should have really kicked on. But, you know, I've got no regrets in regards to what I've done because I think you need it to, I needed that to mature now. I think my mindset now is helping me doing what I'm doing now because I've had them times, and you realise, you know what? I love playing football. Yeah, let's enjoy it's it. Needed. Let's make the most of it, yeah. 100%. So, so we've got your back playing. So who got me back playing? Me, me, me good mates, the Dailies, grew up with them all my life. And we meet good mate Kieran, live around the corner, like just come and play for us. That was for Stonycroft. They were in, I think they're in the second division now on a Saturday now, yeah. below the Burness League and stuff like that. So like, come and play for us. I was like, you know what? Why not? So that was a Saturday. Go and play in there. They've been going for years, Stonycroft. I used to play against them. It's a very good team, I believe, didn't yeah, they, yeah, back they in the good, day? They were decent, yeah. Um, so I went back there. Probably, I'd say about a year and a half. Just, just you know, I was starting to enjoy it. Not in serious as such, but you know, playing me and mate, having a good laugh, um, playing centre mid. So probably a lot of people don't realise that I never played up front at all all my life until I, I got back playing. Really, yeah. in terms of must have been like an adult, yeah, like an adult. Yeah, back playing adult football. Always played centre midfield. Probably a bit big for that now. I'd say with the legs and stuff, probably suits me playing up front. So yeah, they got me back playing. I was playing for Stonycroft. And on a Sunday, I was playing, obviously, I've been around, in and around the Dovey for probably seven, eight years now. Since I was 17, I stopped, as when I stopped playing, stopped playing them. Since then, I've always been at the Dovey on a Sunday. Yeah. They're my team. So, how come, how come the Dovey then, mate? If you're sort of a Walton lad and you've got, obviously, these, you know, you've got loads of teams on the doorstep there, haven't you, at the time? Yeah. You've got the Wesley, you're all around there, you had, you know... It's a funny one how it works. Now the lads still thank me to this day. Just me ex, me ex girl's brother was helping out with the uh, the dovey. He's like, I've heard you're a little bit of a player. Come down, went down. Tell you what, unfit was not the word. Think Twenty <laughs> minutes I was like, well, what have I got myself in for? And then I haven't looked back since. He's not involved no more. But here I am. 
wouldn't think it's one of them. I think Sunday teams as well. I think you're very loyal to your Sunday teams as well. I couldn't. I'd never leave the W. You know what I mean? It's a um, it's a top cl- top club. The lads are um, all day. Well, goes so a long way. Goes a long way. Well, so the um, so back to the Saturdays, then mates and, and Stony Croft. So you, you're playing centre mid. Is it is it at that sort of age that someone goes like yeah, go up front or the striker doesn't turn up or something? Or? It was kind of with them. The team was decent, but it probably. I was probably ahead of the team and helped sound them big out of the such. So sometimes you you need to get on the ball and stuff to add the team forward. I wanted to play fair with the forward, but they're really of playing CDM sometimes getting on the ball and trying to get the team to play. Um and it was really from then. When I was playing with them, it comes a little bit of a thing. As I said, I'm a bit of a sore loser, so it come a little bit stale in terms of we wasn't progressing. We were losing a bit and sometimes people need telling sometimes and sometimes people don't agree with you. So it comes to a point where I don't really want to be arguing with my mates playing football and stuff. So I just called her a day then. I was like, no, not playing. And we're rather not play than argue with you as if I go, go elsewhere. So from there, a couple of the lads from the Dovey play for the Sefton. So he's like, come down for the Sefton. Yeah. So that's when I went down and played for the Sefton. That's when I really started, especially on a Saturday playing up front. On a Sunday for the Dovey, I was playing number 10 up front. But really from Sefton, I'd say I started playing up front. So with the Sefton in the, in the Prem then? De- uh, yeah, yeah. Sefton were in the Prem then. Yeah, they've had a very good start of the year. Now they were a little bit hit and miss in terms of then, but yeah, they were in the Prem. Good, good little team, Crosby team based team. Yeah, and all. Um, so once you started getting up there and sort of playing in the in the ten and up front, was it something that you thought to yourself a bit of me this? Uh, do you know what? I've always I've always liked playing further forward. It was a bit annoying as a kid in terms of because I've always been. The biggest I've always been, probably the biggest on the pitch. It'd be oh, we haven't got a centre half here, filling centre half. So I knew I've always hated defending. Well, anyway. he never ends up in goal. Oh wow, stiff in goal. You <laughs> wouldn't want me in goal, you know, stiff. But um, but yeah. So it's a case of as a kid, I've always I've always thought I've been very good on the ball and such, making things happen. I've never liked being further back. So going back to playing for Tony Tony Robinson. You know, when we say, for example, it was a little bit we'd seen all up or we needed something, you'd say, go and have some fun up front. You can, And that's where I first really got the foot. Do you know what? But man, playing up front's a little bit easier, yeah. a little bit less running. But um, from, as I said, from there, in terms of with Sefton, it was, we kind of making a little bit of noise in terms of, but the hell, Josh can play a bit. How, how did you find it in terms of, like, level going up, going up front there? All right. Yeah, to be honest, I don't want to come on and sign this and that, but, I've always backed myself. I know I can play above and beyond that, really, to come in. So, no, in regards to the step-up, now, obviously, it's a good league. We all know that's a very good league. But for myself, in regards to thinking, I'll always back myself. And this is what I say to people. If you don't back yourself, you can't do it. And that's half the battle, I think, mentally, is this is me bread and butter, this. Yeah, no, I know what you mean, mate. So, I think, so, I said to you before, before we started recording, I think the first time I seen you play was for Pilchy. And I was thinking, I was like, double-crossing, like... Thinking, did he play for Pilchy? And then I was thinking, haven't heard him ever say he played for Pilchy, but I think he was just on the it was uh, in that little, Jerry Springer against Brunesh. It was in the little in and out phase in regards to when I've left Stonycroft, there was a few teams coming sign for us, coming sign for us. So, because a, yeah. a lot of the Pilchy lads as well are in with the Dovey lads in it, so it's all yeah. interlinked. So, the Pil- Pilchy were like, come play for us, but Sefton kind of got on me face, so it's a little bit, yeah. I'll go there. So yeah, I think I had a little game against Burnett, don't know how that went though, to be honest. I, can't, I, just, remember, I just remember, that was the first time she, I think uh, Paddy the Baddy was on the line as yeah, well. Yeah, he will have, he will have been, yeah, he follows the Pilchy, that was his team, like, but yeah, 
Can't forget my big fat egg, can you? <laughs> so obviously you you're uh, you plumb for for Shefton Shefton instead, and then like you said before, you know you obviously felt that you could you could um, play at a higher level or at least want to go and test yourself at a higher level. What what was so was the aim just to get as many goals as you can and sort of see if there's any anyone in the counties you're in it? There's such not not massively in terms of goals in terms of I'm just I was a big believer in just playing well assistance I've never really been a greedy player I've never really thought goals 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 it was a case of to to move on it actually didn't come from the Saturday in terms of playing I was playing for the Dovey uh, against the Bull yeah um, and I think River was playing centre half for them River Humphreys yeah uh, really good player yeah, yeah I believe so I, I, t- I wasn't on them at the time because I haven't really been around the non-league scene at that in the adult stages and from there the Bears go mind to time Nick watched me and then messaged me straight to well that day and was like um, do you know who you played against there I was really impressed I want you to come down and stuff I was like no but again it's just another game for me I don't don't think like that ever don't get no nerves in terms of that just go on back myself and if I do if I play as I should I'll always I believe I'll dominate the game kind of thing in regard to my battles so he's asked me to come down then from from the Dovey game, because yeah. Piano as well, playing for the Dovey, he played for Bersco, he was playing there, uh, so he asked me to come down, and the rest was history, really, it's a little bit on and off to start, I think when I went down, we had three or four games, and it was stopped with COVID, for six months at the time, I think it was, yeah, it was up quite a while, carnage, oh, it was a joke really, in and out, but I think we played four games, I think I scored maybe two or three, I might have been leaning towards three, and then we stopped it, Stopped and then this is when this year's really come now. Yeah, yeah. So I knew um, I knew Lawless was looking at you, man. If I pressed that, and I know he, he wanted Jobo, didn't he? And, yeah, and a few, he liked a few of the Dovey lads, and obviously, lads who you ended up playing for, playing with a base code like Sir Jack, and that they they were all gonna go to press that. And he, he was starting a little revolution, money, obviously. Yeah, it, I think it would have been good. I think it would have been good for the Welsh League as well. I think the lads we were well, they were getting in, but he did, yeah, he, he kind of. Asked me to go down there. I think we would have caused the league a, a, a big, big problem. To be honest, yeah, I think not, not as much as Lawless would have caused. <laughs> no, the no, yeah, but yeah, we won't go into that. Um, but yeah, the case of the scout scouts in terms of the mentality and things are a big bunch of scouts. If you're getting a full team of them going and playing in Wales, it's half the battle. As I said before, is a mental battle, and yeah, you you are back yourself to the ill, won't you? But yeah, Jobo was going down. Part of being. My partner for yeah, he's just how, he? how many years? Yeah, the kid knows where the goal is. He's a net rush. To be fair to him, he is a he, he's always been goal scorer. Just goals, goals, goals. Sometimes it's a little bit we'll get a bit hot on each other. You know, I think he should pass to me. It's a case of that, but them goal scorers are like that, aren't they? And that's how like, you got to take that on the chin. I like them relationships, me. You know, that was like York and Cole and that, and and you know, a little bit of. Suarez and Sturridge yeah, you, see, you see it with Manny and Salah now a little bit of needle when the other doesn't pass that's good I think it's 100% keep, keeps, yeah. them, keeps, keeps each other on the toes and that. definitely it's funny enough we only talked about it yesterday I was like Dean was going oh you're scoring on a Saturday but you're not scoring for us I was like I'm only a goal behind Jobo and Jobo goes and nets two to yesterday so now he's like three <laughs> but yeah now 100% some player some player Yeah. so we'll go back to the Dovey then so Obviously, you're having a go there. You, you've you've sort of got down there by like you know a little quake of faith, <laughs> yeah. and um, you've sort of like established themselves as like a, a a very hard team to beat, and they always get they always get good results with the big teams. It's always like 
you know, a, a little draw here and there, and then you'll turn, oh, turn the Mayfair over, and then they'll turn you over, and, you know. 100% we've come a long way since since we, I mean, my debut, we've come a long, long way. I think we were in this, this first division, the one below the Prem to start, it was hardly getting men, nine men, ten men, eleven men, and a lot of the lads just said, you know what, swerve, it's not really doing it, but good on Dean, Dean kept the team going, yeah. it's his life and soul to be fair to him, good on him. Um and from there, we've all we've got a great team now. In terms, I've got a few additions. We brought in a couple of the Crosby lads, brought in Paddy. Paddy brought in a few of his mates. In terms of probably a bit more quality than what we had, really. Yeah. Um, we had a couple of the lads from the Georgies because they folded. Uh, Toshi, some player left back, probably my favourite player for the W I've ever played with. Yeah. Some some player loves a tackle. Um, and from there we progressed and we we're getting really good players. And then it's like we've got a very strong eleven. And then we changed to a very strong 16 now and we're looking at the bench and if they come in, you're not losing much really. And then from there, we've always fancied ourselves in regards to being a big team. And I don't think consistency was a big thing for us in terms of, like, if we play at 11 o'clock on a Sunday, we haven't got a team till quarter of 11, that's still now. Just our team is no good <laughs> of early kickoff. So consistency over the years of getting the same 11s, they obviously be the same four or fives, your nucleuses. But um, you've been goose twenty years ago. It was only elevens. There was nothing else. Tell you what, honestly, God, eleven o'clock give, give me nightmares. Them kickoffs. But um, yeah, we assembled a very, very good team. To be honest, and the bigger teams, I think we we play better against the bigger teams. We always fancy ourselves, but again, it's just proving yourselves on a consistent level, isn't it? Like you see the campies and stuff, just chain and wins out, chain and wins out. Because a lot of the times you play against these teams, you think we're better than them, but stability. Well yeah, organised. It it's yeah. a it's a big big thing in terms of communication. Key, you know? Yeah, consistency is key, mate. And and it's it's all right. It's like the, the other week, couple of weeks ago, you just blew the Mayfair away, didn't you? If you can if you can replicate that each week, we'll which be, you know it's you know it's obviously doable. It's the keys finding the balance to keep doing it on that level throughout, de- isn't it? Definitely, and I think for us it's a mentality thing. If we're up for it, you've got a problem, but if you're a little bit if you're a little bit laboured, it's because uh, a lot of our a lot of our game comes from energy. We'll run teams over, we'll be half the time, we'll be three and up after twenty minutes. But um the Mayfair game that's it. We play the Mayfair. It's a big, big game after Derby, they're all pally pally. So it's a case of we're really up for that, the lads are fired up and then we go and go and duff them up. And then next week the lads have been giving them all stick all week and they turn off thinking, oh, it's going to be easy and that game done me heading. For that reason, I knew they're not going to let you get stick all week, hardy, and then let you turn up and do it again. And they've done the same to us. Everyone's just lethargic. Oh, they were second balls every time and that's the thing in this league. If you're a little bit off it, every single team can beat you. Yeah, that's the beauty of the league, isn't it? You're like, you, you, know, you know you're in a game regardless who you're playing and... Uh, it's strong in it, right? Right to answer, obviously, the championship 100%. It's like you play the pineapple and they're normally at the bottom, but you play them. Tell you what, there's some team score and win every week. If you put a bet on, yeah, you put them out of the way, whatever they're in a score and win. Tell you what, they can't half attack, they give you chances, but you know what? Do you give anyone a game? Every, anyone, yeah. I, I really believe that in terms of the standard of the Sunday league, I think probably six or seven teams in the counties would be right up there. No danger. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree with you, mate. So we'll go back to that that bull game and our uh, uh, mate Jason Morland. Obviously, you've got him to thank for your your goals going viral on that, on that day. Haven't you? Shout out, Jason! You beat me to it. To be fair, he's uh, done a lot for me in regards to the career. It actually wasn't that game that I scored that that goal. It wasn't that oh, one. Wasn't that one? No, no. One, yeah. 
it was, I think it must have been the year before, um, playing on the Jeffrey Humble, I think it was, but Jason's got looking at that. It's a big thing nowadays as well, isn't it? Social media exposure in terms of yeah, getting the goals. Because we've scored them, people have scored them goals for a while, but yeah. if no one sees it, no one believes you yeah. really, do they? So it, it turns into folklore, then, doesn't it? And, and gets a bit of gravy on top of oh, the year. 100% exactly. If you don't see it, they don't believe it. So shout out to Jason. He's, helped, he's certainly helped my career a lot. I've got a lot to thank for him as well. And you're in the. Uh, He's on like a goal of the season compilation and all that, wasn't he? Do you know what? I was close to winning it. I was close, I think. Obviously, James Barrigan's goal, wasn't he, for the, the, yeah, yeah, for the campy, campy special goal. Yeah, but yeah, so it's, again, you see the goals of the season there. You wouldn't you wouldn't be far off seeing them if some of them goals in the Premier League oh, yeah, can bloody yeah, hell. The quality the quality's certainly up there, mate. And then um, the little shout after the goal. What, what was, Do you know was what? That, was that a bit of a pence up, pence up, you know? It's a funny one because I know a couple of the lads from the bull side line and stuff, so the bull are kind of oh, always... A feisty line, the bull. Yeah, do you know what? It's good, though, and yeah, to always boss. feisty games with them, and that's what it's about. It's the same as that, so they're trying to get in your head and stuff, and they've all been chipping in off you off this. But, so when when I've scored, really, first thing I've thought is, do you know what? You, you don't really think anything, really. You just yeah. hyped up, aren't you? And I've just went and done that, but tell you what, I haven't lived it down since. So yeah. that video could be edited, I would have edited it out. So like. what, I've said some stupid shit, me, when, when I've been playing footy over the years. We played once, we played a team from Eichen called the Rose and Crown in the Junior Cup final, right, in the Sunday, years ago, early 2000s. And um, my dad was the manager and all that. It was dead, like, you know, we, we wanted to get our first, like, county cup over the line for, for the team, for the Warby, and... and I, I scored, uh, I scored to equalise, make it two two on Wally Park, <laughs> and uh, I ran, I ran down the other team's line, fucking took me top off like it's just, <laughs> old man boots bouncer everywhere, took me top off and done like a bit of a big dunk down their line, and then about ten minutes later, <laughs> I had the balls like shepherding in the corner. This kid just come in and proper uh, folded me, see like, you later. folded me. I had to go off, dislocated <laughs> me knee, right in the Bloody final. Yeah. And as I've got up, like walking off their line, went see your top off now, dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> and I just thought, oh, he's killed me there. Proper killed me off. You just get caught in the moment, don't you? And that's the thing. It is. Don't get me wrong. It's a crack and goal from the best I've scored, to be honest. But that's the thing. It's hyped up, and it is. It's one yeah. of them. You're getting in there, but I think it was funny. I think they they went and scored a stupid header. After you can hear on the video, he goes, "That's what he yeah, does." But that's what it's lead, funny. Yeah, yeah it was whole it's, thing. it's funny, and it's what it's all about. And that's that's a big part of my game. I like that. I like yeah, the mental side that, of that's thing. the thing about you know, you know, that's the thing about the the Sunday footy and all that. When, when we had Leighton on, and he was saying that the shit that he got over the years, you know what I mean? People calling him all kinds, slap it, yeah. and all, and he's just like he loves it, feeds off it. And if you can turn that into a sort of positive for yourself. The, the lads on the line won't be able to help themselves. That's a hundred percent. People can say, lads, Leighton thrives off that. Pack it in. You can't pack it in because it's in us, isn't it? It's 100%. in us. It's in us to, to try. So, you know what I mean? He, he's feeding off it. And if you can sort of turn that like little barrage of abuse into a, a positive for you, then it's only going to be... It either makes or breaks people, doesn't it? People either love it or people blag that they love it then their head goes and you're, yeah, like, you're goes, playing yeah. awful now it, it's obviously yeah. got to you so yeah. it either goes both ways doesn't it and I think with me I, I really enjoy that I think it gives me a little kick up the arse to be honest I think yeah no boss and then obviously getting tagged in it in the uh, social media and all that's not that bad is it you know <laughs> showing people in work and all that or show, yeah. showing people in clubs yeah that's me <laughs> yeah, end up on a meme <laughs> yeah. no it's boss mate so obviously then from from uh, being successful with the Dovey, then obviously Bersko, we said Bersko coming for you, and then 
COVID just like turns everything on its on its ass, didn't it? Um, and then, for, what about like the so was the new pitch ready then when you yeah? Went there? So it was a case of the new pitch was ready, but we didn't actually play a competitive game on it until this year. So the new pitch there, we train on stuff, played a couple of friendlies, but it was in place. It's getting a little bit more in renovation on it now, so it's coming yeah. along. It does look the part, to be honest. But yeah, I think the first when it when it stopped the first lockdown, it was a little bit. Just getting into the flow of things, but it was a good time for me because I really kind of knuckled down and there's nothing really else to do. We were, we were going out running, I was running most days in the gym with me dad. Yeah. Just more than ticking over really, just making sure I'm in good shape for when it comes back. And I think when you do get older a little bit, you appreciate you can't cut corners. You definitely can't cut corners. I think fitness for any position is most important. If you're not fit, you're lying to yourself because you're not in the positions you should be. Yeah, there's some, there's some fit lads in that area. Uh in the likes of the counties and that, isn't it? And even the Sunday League, there's some proper in shape. It's crazy. You just need to look at the likes of Jack on playing left back. Fire many fits the build, don't he? You know what I mean? He's an absolute machine. I call him Johnny off Karate Kid. (laughs) He's like a little... uh, Ivan Drago, the shape he's in. Yeah, he's a flying machine. Well, speaking about Jack, I want to mention little Alfie Jones. He he looks up to you as a little bit of a hero. uh, Obviously, it's Jack's little cousin, isn't he? Uh, Goes and and watches. He's a a top little player himself, mate. But when I told him you were on, he he was like, oh, just tell him him I said hello and and all that. Do you know what? It goes a long way. It really does. It's not to be appreciating little things like that little kids coming up to you, giving you little high fives and that watching you shouting. It really does go a long way, doesn't it, in terms of you're making a little kid happy for a little split second, so it makes you feel good, yeah, doesn't boss, it? Boss, the old uh, the old Bersco stadium and pitches where we always played our finals for about so we've got a boss little affinity with that grounds for like for like Was what? it a good pitch or because I've only no, heard bad good, things, yeah. you know, I only no, heard it was bad good, things. Mate, it was good. It was decent, yeah. Little stands and all that and little pies in the corner and stuff. But the thing I like about that Astro, I mean I'm not that keen on Astros, I'm a bit old school, but I like the way it hasn't got a million pitches marked out and it's just one pitch. Yeah. That's well better. 100%. Do you know what? I'm a little bit in terms of nowadays, depending on what the standard you are playing, I do prepare playing 4G because there's no excuse for your touch. Then sometimes you go into a grass pitch, it's all boggy and stuff. But that, to be fair, that's a good 4G. There's a couple of 4Gs about and they're awful. Yeah, the 1Gs, yeah. Yeah. like what's that? But a little bit of a fun fact for us, I think the first game, competitive game, I scored the first goal on that first goal new ground. I think it was in like... 37 seconds or something it was a yeah. bit of a mad one I think we were playing Ashton this start of the season so you'll go down you'll go down in the history books mate yeah well you know they can't take that away from me can they so I mean first goes history books so when so when the season got going again and you heard about other lads coming in so the, a few of the lads who were going to go to press that and the likes of Jack and all that so uh, what was the um, what was the feeling around the club did you know that you were looking to bring because it's sort of like it's sort of classed as like a new a new club now, isn't it? Like to what it was or whatever, like a, a new formation of the club or, or however. So what what did you think about getting lads in? Was, was it were you getting asked about lads or? To be fair, yeah, like Deck Daniels coming had a great partnership within this year. He played for the bargain, some player, some striker. So I Nick asked me in regards to this at the start of the season. Anyone was like, go and get Deck, and he asked Joe, but Joe Bo was in regards to press that and stuff like that. So I got Deck in. But before the Jack and the likes of Deck coming, it was a little bit. Of, we were at training, probably about twenty lads at training. You're training, thinking this standard is stinking the gaff out, and you're a bit worried. Then the season's only a month away, and from there we got Jack in, we got Deck in. Um, we who else? Danny Brady come back. Danny Brady yeah. went up to FC United. He come back. So a big nucleus of the team then's back and piano. We signed. We got Finney Bailey. Was here for the start of the season. Yeah. So then. 
and nucleus was good then you start training you're thinking you know what the lads are popping in here because there's nothing worse than you're playing you're thinking well the health's not really cutting the mustard this and you're not fancying it for the season so it was a big kick up the kick up the arse really and we started pre-season well we started we the lads when we were training it's kind of we've got a very good team now there's no reason why we can't compete yeah, so Dave, me mate Dave Jones, obviously he's had his own little episode on this. He um, he regularly watches, obviously, because he's uh, Jack Hunt's uncle. So he was basically giving me little reports on it, saying like each they like improving each week. You can see the sort of team coming together because he he basically said at the start of thought, you know, after he got enough um, creativity behind the strikers, you know what I mean. He was thinking, and then it sort of come in. It's come that it comes from the fullbacks, and you know. You've got you've got the lads doing the doggies in the middle who, who are like keeping the the ship sort of tight, and then to delivering when when needs to be from where definitely. I think the start of the season was a little bit of a sticky one for us because, as I said, the lads were all here. We we're going, we fancy this, and then we started the first two games of the season. We Nick was in charge. We were playing Macclesfield away both two games, one in the of ours yeah, and mad, one mad, that and one in the, the league, start, like. and it's a case of. Other players, I don't think we did, but I think the, the management in terms of giving too much respect, we started 3-5-2, and I think 3-5-2 in non-league football is too hard to master, unless you're doing it regularly. Everyone, there's too many gaps everywhere, the full-backs don't know who to press, you need to yeah. be very aggressive too with it. Too many moving cogs and, if you're not training it all the time. And I think there's only a couple of managers in, in pro football that can say they've mastered it, probably Antonio Conte, the main one, but not many can do the 3-5-2, so to think you're coming in a non-league and doing it. So we started the season, it was a little bit, We, me and Dechel front were isolated, it was like an eight, a 3 Eight, well, it was an eight, really. Eight, yeah. two, it felt like. And we're up there, and you're not really getting much service. The lad, you're very deep in your own boxing. You're kind of asking for it, really, aren't you? So then, when you're playing at the start of the season, you're not really getting much action. You're like, you're not enjoying it. You're playing, and you're not enjoying it because you want to be involved. You know, if you go and lose 4-3, or you do that, but you're, you're playing the right way. You're playing to win. I always think, no matter what you do and you play to win, you don't come and be negative. Yeah. You may as well have a go on it. Yeah, 100% think that's what football's about. And obviously teams, you say budget, stuff like that. But no, you really, for me, you go and have, you have a style of play. You play that style and you go for it. So I think at the start of the season, it was a little bit, the lads were knew we were better than how we were performing. So I can't remember what, what game it was that Bowser come and took over. But from when Bowser took over, there was a little bit of a, we changed formation. We then started kind of we played the four three one two really narrow, or a four two three one, um, and that's when we really started having a style of play and we started getting on the front puff, front pressing. Well, when they said um, obviously the manager had, had left and you were you were looking they had applications out and they were looking was it sort of did you know Bowser was getting it did you think he well, he's going to get it to be honest no but the lads wanted Bowser we, we did it was good it was a terms of he really. God was playing and gave us a little kick up the ass, and we all respected him a huge amount. And I think that goes a long way in regards to getting people to really run through brick walls for you. And also, again, changing it so you're enjoying the football when you, if you're having a go, you're playing the right way. You know, start enjoying it a bit more, don't you? So I think we really got a good. It's like the team, you could see the team spirit was improving as the as the results obviously improved, and it just went on a great run, didn't you? Oh, hundred percent. I think. Yeah, I think it was 12 wins, one draw, one loss or something. Because I think we were set third bottom on like five points and then... Yeah, then promotion form all of a sudden. Then. Yeah, so it goes a long way, doesn't it? It goes to show it's not always 
the players in terms of that. So, but obviously, you've got to take your own your own responsibility sometimes. But I think since bars are coming, that was a bit, it's a big thing. I think especially at this level, team spirit. Because sometimes you go to clubs and it's little clicks and lads aren't really getting on. I think it shows on the pitch. It really does. Yeah. So you, you, you know, I know you said before about obviously you, you back yourself at the level, but so what? What were you? T- you know, in the early days when you're feeling, you're feeling like a bit isolated and that. Hey, what's going through your head? Do you think in the style of play we need to change the style of play if you want to get the best out of me? Or and I obviously, you know, we can score goals at the level. Did you ever doubt yourself or? In terms of myself, not doubting. I know I never really doubted myself in terms of that, but it's a case of it, you don't want things to get stale and, as I said, style of play and you, you're going. For example, Macclesfield, me and Declan play very well. We caused them some issues. We caused them a lot of problems. So you're starting the season thinking, I'm playing well, but it's a little bit it's a little bit off. So it's um, sometimes it does take a lot mentally, doesn't it? I think that's a big thing. And for me, I'll, I'll bang on about it, but just always back myself, even when it is down. You're not going to score every game. Yeah. It's a fact. You're going to have little droughts. It happens. You, you see the best players in the world. I'm playing non-league, so it's going to happen to me sometimes. So you've got to dust yourself off. And I, I back myself to, to affect the game in other ways than scoring. I think that's a big asset for me as well. Yeah, it's effort. So what was it like against Macclesfield? Obviously the first game was a couple of thousand there, weren't there? Yeah, it was a good turn. I think two and a half thousand, something like that, I think. But good team. I think we showed them far too much respect. Was Danzy playing for them? No, not then. No, I've, no, I've, I've, watched now, the, I've watched them at Lower Brecht, tell you what, most of them. He was yeah. a step ahead yeah, of everyone, some, some player. I think the captain for them, Mendy, he was their best player. He was he was very good. He's another central midfielder. But when we played them, it wasn't really... You didn't think these are well better than us. I think a lot of the time, the first two games, the occasion got to a lot of our players nervous. You get your defence getting on the ball and you're in out of play. There's no one around you. Yeah, you can't yeah. build anything from that. Yeah. So it goes a long way. But I think maybe nerves and stuff like that. But I think Macclesfield is obviously top side. But you'd, th- you'd expect maybe from what you're hearing they'll be a little bit better than what they was but they've got a few standout players of course yeah no decent decent it was mad that you played them twice like sort of more or less straight away I remember Jack Shane's saying to telling Dave and Dave telling me like Macclesfield like twice on the bounce and like, away as well yeah, I think it's probably a nightmare start especially with with you want to start well don't you so one loss and then two losses starts getting a bit bloody hell lose the next one three on the bounce isn't good for anyone is it yeah so what about um Going like away to lower break and that, and, and and you know, sort of little derbies in there between like lads who it's play good. on a Sunday. And, and I think them games mean a lot more to me than a couple of the lads off a base because myself, Jack, Deck, because again, we play all of them on a Sunday and we know you're getting a little bit of stick, aren't you? You know, in terms of you do lose, but it's a good, very good turnout for lower break. It was one of them. Good, good place to go at the 4G now. I don't, I'm not, don't like, I don't know what they've done to that pitch, but. It's not good to play on anyway. But in regards to the, the derbies and stuff, it, it's good. It always fires you up again. To be, I didn't have the best game when I played Lower Brecht. It was a bit bitty. The weather was awful. Just long and more defending than anything, really. So Yeah, cancelling each other out, weren't it, off the highlights? It, it, wasn't, it wasn't the best game, probably, on the sideline. Look worse than what it was on the pitch, so I could imagine it to be yeah. a stinker. But we got the win. So once, you, once you're obviously you're established at the level and that next minute you, you're firing goals in uh, left, right and centre, is the members of, of like other teams being interested in you or was you, was you asked to sign a contract or anything like that or was it literally just on your, your sort of week to week? So my form really had started before that. I think Bowser's, the game before Bowser, I think it was... 
the game after we played Macclesfield, we played Aston Athletic, and I got two, and then I thought I started getting a few goals, assists, and we were playing, we were um, doing well. But then it was really since since Bowser come in, it was kind of I was just riding the wave. Really, I think I scored a free kick for the Dovey, a heavy free kick, and then from that we played Remy. So I was riding a bit of a high, scored two, scored one. We left another thirty yarder, and then from there I think on the Saturday I went and played Runcorn. Chipped the keeper from what thirty yards out again. So I was like, I'm playing well here. Yeah, it's like a, so, I've scored three goals. I'll probably goal the seasons elsewhere. So, but it was a bit funny because I, I've my boots are giving me power. So the goal boots have been coming out. I probably saw you see them. You can't miss them. But I did have tempos. They ripped, and I've had these gold boots in ours. I was like, Do you know what? I can't. I got new boots. New, far too tight. Couldn't play. I was like, Do you know what? Get the gold fellas out. I'll front them. <laughs> it's one of them. I'll have to front them. And from there. I haven't looked back since, so... Uh, like Dumbo with his feather. It's like, have you ever seen Life Mike? It's like that, and I take the boots away, I reckon I'll be crap, but no. It's, again, always backing myself, riding the wave, and once you're scoring goals, you're confident, aren't you? You're back, you're scoring yeah. yourself goals, and especially when you're not scoring tappings and such and stuff like that, you're getting confidence, because a lot of the time for Bearsco, before before I did leave for City Liverpool, I was playing 10, so it was it was a lot, it was hard on me, I was, I was playing 10, so I was ma- mainly behind deck, trying to, trying to get us playing, really getting yeah. us on the ball, but before I went to City Liverpool, there was three teams who kind of come in and asking in terms of do you want to come and stuff like that, and it was, I kind of thought, from what I was hearing around the club and stuff, I thought people were watching and stuff, I thought that I might get a little sniff in terms of moving up, because I said, when I spoke to Bowers in terms of that, that's what I, my ultimate goal is, just literally see see where I can go. My my journey's a little bit different than anyone else's. But when when we was doing that, we were getting a little bit, these are watching, these are watching a couple come in. And at first I said no. I was like, no, I won't be shy to admit. I said no to City Liverpool at first as well. They come the week after. And as a case of, I was just enjoying my football and playing so well. It's a case of, is it the right time to move? And then when I've spoke to Ello, Spoke to the chairman and stuff. I thought, you know what? I think it is time to kick in. I think I will fit in well with the lads, and the, the rest has been history. But there was there was little here and there. But it's, as I said, it's not only footy. You don't know who's filling your ear with crap. Yeah, you, uh, Chinese whispers, crazy. So, um, what was what was Bowser like with you? What, what was Bowser? Can't, can't fault him really all day in terms of he's always said to me, "I believe you can play higher." So if I believe it's the right move for you. I'll tell you, so the teams that come in for me, he was like, I, I really don't think they'll suit you, and I really don't think it'll progress your career. And then once that has happened and City of Liverpool have come knocking and such, that's when he has said, do you know what, it would be a good move for you. Obviously, I'd like you to stay, and he wanted me to stay, but there's times and a place, isn't it? I think you've always got to try and grasp your opportunity when it comes. Yeah. It's Sometimes you might wait too long and the, the right one might be gone. Yeah, but... Uh- by by the sounds of things and by the looks of it all, all over the uh, the social media that you you went with the obviously the blessings and stuff. I remember I, when I when I seen him pop up, I, I messaged Dave straight away because obviously his thing with Jack and he was on holiday and I said, said big Josh is uh, for City Liverpool there and he was like he told us he was like told Alfie and he was like oh no <laughs> they were devils <laughs> they were devils he was like whoa that's that's heavy that and then but obviously. Well, how did it sort of work out? Did you have to wait the seven days so then you could... You it was a bit it was a bit strange in regards to how it happened. It was kind of all quick. So a team come in and then Bow said, I know City of Liverpool are interested and stuff. Let me speak with Elo. I think he played with Elo and stuff. And then 
from there. I think it was that was might have been maybe the Wednesday. Spoken then the Thursday of being okay, don't know what I think I'm gonna do it. But we Bersco had a game on a Saturday and City Liverpool had a free week. So it was meant to be announced the Saturday after my game, but don't know what would ended up happening. It got announced on the Friday. So now being announced, I didn't I didn't want to tell the lads in terms of before I wanted to tell them when I was playing with them on Saturday. So it's being announced on the Friday. Then I've got to go and play for Bersco. We played at Vauxhall's. <laughs> Funny enough, it was at City Liverpool's ground, Vauxhall Motors ground. We go and play Vauxhall Motors on the Saturday. So it's a little bit, oh, it's up in the air. But as I said, it was it was was hard in terms of leaving because the dressing room spot on, the management spot on. So again, it just comes comes down to wanting to really kick on my career and the next prove yourself because you can do it at the counties. But can you do it in the league above? So again, it's just coming up and. Backing myself and showing people what I can do. I don't want to say that phrase. That's what I do. But yeah, I just want to show them what I can do. Really, that um, that being the first game, well, being the last game for Bershko at Foxy, they probably had a few City Liverpool fans well, paying, Ella, paying in to make yeah. a few quid, get a few quid extra. Ella was watching on the sideline, but it was a big one for me. I really wanted to think. I don't want them to think. Oh, he's left. He's going to have a stink and yeah, not going be through the motions. Yeah, yeah, I didn't. Yeah. I really didn't want that. So it comes in. We're getting beat two 0 I'm like bloody hell. What's happening here? We were playing all right, and then I, I think I scored not long after the break. Then we make it 2 2, and then Biles brought me off, which I wasn't too happy about. But I said, I'm leaving, it's one of them. And then, do you know what? They went and got the win. It was a bit, I think that was a massive, massive thing for them in terms of they went and kind of got the win without me. Yeah, and yeah. Obviously, I'm a big, I was a big player for them as such. Um, but it's good to know they can do it without you. Yeah, it's, it's a, big, it's a yeah. big, big morale booster for them. So we went and got the winner 3-2. So it ended up being a good day. Really scored on my first game on my new home pitch. So it's a win-win for me that day. So was it, am I right in saying, what was 14 or 15 goals for, for Bersco in all comps before before uh, you moved? Yeah, I believe it was 14 and 18, I think it was. Decent, yeah. yeah good, good, good turnaround. And then I've come to City Liverpool and 4-4. Four four, so... so Going into the obviously the new team, you said that there was a free week and all that. So, did you rock up and train them first? And so, we're coming to train on the Tuesday, and the th- it was quite it was easier in terms of fitting in with them because we played two friendlies against them for Bersco one in the pre season and one before that. And I think I'd scored twice against them in a couple of assists. So, I think it's again, it's a respect thing. And coming to new clubs, you need to earn your respect. But I think I had a little bit of respect from that in terms of. Do you appreciate yourself coming? I knew a couple of the lads. Um, and training was good. It was good. A big thing is in the dressing room and how the lads are with you. I'm all for, for having a laugh and stuff. So come in, the lads were, were all day, to be honest. I couldn't really ask for more because when you're arm moving, it's always what will have fit in. Like You can be as confident as you want, but the lads are a bit of a divvy. It's not ideal, is it? Yeah. So what, what was it like at... At Vauxhall's then, the, the pitch, obviously, they're, they're home for the season. What, what, how do you find it there? The, uh, it's good, good facilities. Yeah, it? it's a good set. I think they've had a little, the little um, the drinking area and stuff done up. So it, it's looking the part as such. The pitch is decent. It's, well, probably better than decent. I'm a bit, I don't know grass pitches. I'm a little bit, I probably reckon I prefer 4G, to be honest. Yeah. But because we went and played mostly on Saturday, that pitch was awful. It's like, so sometimes it's an evening. It evens things out, doesn't it? Teams aren't really as good technically. Yeah, the grass can really help you. But in terms of their pitch, decent pitch. It's been it's been good for a long time, hasn't it? Really. So hit the ground running, mates. Tell us about that. Go on. Yeah. So, staff debut. We were playing Leek, and it was a case of 
from what I was hearing, this league of good, you know, tricked Smith being at Liverpool all his life and stuff like that. So come in thinking it's on me here, really. But again, I just really, really wanted to come in and just prove me worth in terms of, you know, what you're getting. And yeah. there's no better answer than getting two goals. We won 2 0 one hard side of half time, important goals as well against the top team. So you come in, it's like, you know what? Straight away, you've day. got the fans on your side there. Straight away, isn't that all you want? They want a new striker to come in, hit the ground running, and you know exactly. And you know what? Big up the fans. They've, they've got a good set of fans. They're loyal away, always turn up the away games. I think it's been two, and you can't all through the game. You can hear them. You can hear them. So it's a big thing, isn't it? I think even with the players, but I think the fans in terms of your management and stuff and. You want them on side. If you if you start bad, you you're fighting a losing battle, aren't you? Yeah, no, they've got a good crowd, haven't they? Top crowd, yeah. Uh, you... Obviously, know the footy as well. That's the thing, innit? You can't uh, the non-league crowds now. You can't kid them, mate. They all know the footy, don't they? They all watch. They all follow someone on a Sunday, or and that's know. the thing. A lot of them got fed up, don't they? In terms of the pro football and how it's run, a lot of them bigger yeah. fans following the. The non-league stuff than they are their own teams yeah, now. People just want to paint while they're watching yeah, the match and that, don't they? Uh, and uh, being able to to chill out. So, what what's the score there now? Did, did you go contract or anything? No, so no contracts as such as no contracts. Um, they're going to have to watch out then, are they? They're going to be well, there's going to be more sniffing around. We yet. don't know if I carry on doing what I'm doing after again. That's the that's the plan, isn't it? I'm 25 years of age now. I don't. Time's not really on my side, so I want to go as high as I can. Yeah. See what happens at the end of the season. City Liverpool do what I'm doing. Hopefully, you know people will come knocking. I think it, the thing is, if you, if if you do the business for City of Liverpool, you've done. You're doing your job, and then whatever comes of that comes of it, doesn't it? it it's like it's not if you're playing shite for them, no one's got. You're not earning them any points. You're not scoring any goals. Then. People aren't going to be interested. So it works both ways, doesn't it? I think we're three wins in four now as well. I think it's yeah, it's three wins in four since I've come in. So yeah, so we've got you've got clubs in terms of you know these will be looking at you there again. There's Chinese whispers in terms where you've been in terms of you've been here a month. You get your air and things. So it's a case of just really this season for me. I'm knuckling down. I think I'm. I'm a bit of an unusual player. I don't like I'm six foot seven. I don't think many big guys have got feet what what I've got. So it's a little bit unusual. So I think that's on my side in terms of helping me maybe progress and see where I can go at the end of the year. So as I said, time's not not massively on my side. But it's not yeah. you don't want to be a gypsy going bop and bop and bop. And you need to make decisions that are right for you. And at the end of the day, enjoying your football. That's the main thing for me. Is just simply enjoying my football. Yeah, I seen a uh, read your article in off the park with Steve Killen, some boss work that he's doing. Um, and obviously you, you sort of alluded to Elliot Nevitt and, and how doing the damage in that league can sort of uh, propel you to, to a status of professional footy. So obviously if you don't, uh, if you don't shoot for the moon. And that that's, again, that's half the battle. If you don't think you can do it, you're never going to do it. It might happen. You look at the likes of Ben Garrity as well, going, turning yeah. up. It's a case of if you don't think you can do it, it won't happen. It might probability it might not happen but again you go there you're having fun and just enjoying your footy and you see where it ends up at the end of the day you play footy for free if you really like it which I would so it's all a bonus isn't it don't be saying that in front of all these <laughs> all these chairmen if you try to get the pennies out yeah. to ignore it you get you on a pro contract yeah. if you if you give them a score a week yeah no but what I'm saying is like 
obviously the Ireland's done well, unbelievable. The, the, you know, it's all over the telly, and then next minute there's clubs or looking at earlier. He's done the the no doubt as well. They're watching him for the camp. He's sending people around. So all you can do is obviously keep. I mean, the similarities there, isn't it? You know what I mean in terms of like, you know. The, the force the force that you can be uh, as a striker and, and you know the physicality of you both and obviously no one where the net is important goals so but why not and that's the thing as well it only takes one good year doesn't it one good year and teams will become looking it's, it's, again it comes down consistency in terms of performing doing the big stage like the kids got an attic at Wembley yeah some, some, some achievements in it not many can say that so it's a case like that you've you've got to you've got to see where what your skills can get you really in a if something does happen again, you back yourself and you know what, I'll do well there. And that's the thing. Sometimes I can come across a little bit arrogant in regards to oh, it's a bit big header, but you've got to always, if no one will back you, back yourself. Yeah, it's fresh it's fresh to hear someone say, you know, I, I do believe I can have a I can have a go and, and I'm not just uh, I'm not just in it to make up the numbers. So at City Liverpool, what's it, what are they like with regards to playing Sundays? Are they are they sort of, you know, is it frowned upon a little bit? Uh, or yeah, I it? believe so. We'll cut that little bit out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, do you know, I think so. I think it, it's a little bit more frowned upon, but it's hard. You can't, I can't then say to the W, I'm not playing, because then, like, what do you mean, lad? You, you like you like the Saturday more? It's one of them, obviously, it, it's more important, but it's 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 a hard, it's a fine line to do, isn't it? Yeah, like, it yesterday, is, it, it was a case of, a, I didn't play, it's a case of, didn't play yesterday because I got a knock. So, I've got you've got to be careful, but, the love for the Sunday, as the lads will say, when you play on a Sunday, it's a little bit of a di- different atmosphere in regards to to play, and I think it brings out a little bit of a different side to you, really. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I know, I know exactly what you're saying, but it, uh, again, Elliot never shows it; it can work, doesn't it? You know what I mean? He's he's obviously done the business for his Saturday team as well as doing the business week in week out. Exactly, for the Sunday team. So it, it can work. I can see why. Obviously, you can see why Saturday managers say, um, but obviously. You've got you've got teams like the Brecht who, who obviously encourage it, and I, I'm all for encouraging yeah. lads to play as much footy as possible. But at the same time, if you're trying to progress, maybe go to the pro ranks. I suppose it's like it's it's Robin Peter to play it, Paul. It's for, hard, you know? isn't it? You've got to really draw the balance. I think everybody's different in terms of the body. Some bodies can do, and I've been lucky enough now for probably a good solid three years. I've played Saturday, Sunday, and touch wood. I don't think I've missed a game through injury, really. Yeah, and I think it's people's body can can handle it different, really. So I think looking after your body now and just, just little stretches, just once when you play, just have a little stretch. It goes a long way. Yeah, it's crazy because you're asking your body to play five times a week and you're not stretching. It's like, and that's another thing I've learned. You can't do it. You, you're tight. You think being tight's not normal. You shouldn't be walking around feeling tight twenty four seven. Yeah, is is your athlete still on your case from like a training perspective? Obviously, he was a professional athlete himself. Was he? Yeah, in terms of he's all, he knows what it takes in regards to to really getting to the top, and you've got to be dedicated. So, my dad was always pushing me towards football. He never really wanted me to box, um, but yeah, he, it's a totally different relationship now in regards to when I was a kid because he says now you've got the attitude. I don't need to tell you to go and run. You go and run yourself. You don't need to tell you to stop being lazy or stuff like that. So I think with myself, our relationship playing football now, it's more he just fully backs me in regards to. Yeah, yeah. I know my mindset is a lot, lot better. So I don't think he needs to tell me. I think going back to when it, I was saying as a kid, we was shouting on the line, shouting at each other. My mindset then wasn't wrong because he's only trying to help me. So 
looking back, if Kander on me only wanted the best for me in that sense in terms of improving me as a player, so I think that did definitely mould me who I am now. Yeah, no boss mate, I had um, my pub man Mick Steve out the four corners when I was telling him, he said, he always says to me, he's on the pub Mike, and when I said, uh, Josh Caller, she said, oh this half fella, he's one of the nicest men I've ever met in, in my life, he said, and I'm like obviously loads of people uh, say, say like that. scouse legend, he is, shout yeah, out so me half fella, top man. When I said about, when, when I was telling my dad, he said, uh, he said, he said, he was from, he was from the South End, no, but he said, Used to drink in the crown. So is that did you just move up to Walton? Did you so did that move up to Walton where he's from? Yeah. So, so my dad's from Tocky County. I don't know where he was, but he grew up there. And then my mum's been from Walton, so we obviously met my mum and stuff. And must have been drinking yeah. in the crown. So that's where he come up these. That ways. crown was just making an heavyweight champion. <laughs> it's nothing to do with the training or <laughs> all that. It was just bevying in there like a Star Wars bar. But yeah, he's we've lived up here now for a long time. It sounds settled in. It's a nice area for us, I think. No, no problem. So yeah, and obviously, for, being from a sport and family, there's that like competitiveness of like you know you you can do it, you can do it. It's in the genes, you and know that's the mean? thing. It, and I think that comes from my dad, especially with us. Biggest saw loser, so competitive. Even from when I've been a baby, didn't want to lose anything. But he knows he's made the mistakes in regards to when he was boxing. And obviously, he's got things that were out of his control. He didn't get molly coddled like a lot of. Fighter did now take yeah. and fight for money because he's in the wrong place. So he had, the, he had them bad like the, the bad few years, didn't he? With contract disputes and all that. Bollocks was, that goes with the, there was a lot the, going the dirtiness on. of in boxing, I suppose. Definitely, and that's why he kind of turned his back on boxing for a long time because of that reason. It's just fed up with it. He, he didn't get what he should have got out of it for halfway yeah. from his fault. But for example, you go and he goes and beats Anders Eklund, yeah. I think in a round, and then Anders Eklund gets a title fight the next fight, and it's like, how's that? How's that even happening? So, yeah. it's again, it's politics. Politics are rife in boxing, aren't they? Maybe, maybe your attitude of you know, right here's the next, here's the next level. I'm gonna step up to him. I'm gonna smash the level. I'm gonna go to the next. Comes from from him, where it's like you know, I I get another straightening with Lennox Lewis. Lennox Lewis, no, I get another straightening with Lennox Lewis. Obviously. Lennox goes on to be the fucking undisputed heavyweight champion, pound for pound, number one in the world. Probably Britain's greatest heavyweight. And, and he say, your dad goes, yeah, go ahead. I, I'll jump in there right now with him. And maybe that's where it sort of rubs off on you. Every step that you've made in, in the footy, you've gone, right, come on, well, let's have it. I think definitely. I think everyone in our house, you always come from, you've got to back yourself. It's like my mate to say to me, like, I've never played golf in my life. We weren't going... I think we were going to uh, the driving range for a little mess about to like to be mates. I'm definitely going to out drive you. So they turn up thinking I'm some crazy golfer. <laughs> and there's me. I can only hit it out and hooking it to the right. But again, you back yourself. Yeah, it's okay. simply coming from anything you do. And I think it definitely instills from me dad. I think the mind, I don't think people really understand how powerful the mind is really. I think the last 18 months, I think why things have gone well is because my mind so well. And when you're positive, you're bringing on positive things coming into your life when you're negative and you're oh, feeling sorry for yourself. Shit happens and it just keeps coming because you're half, you're half wishing it on yourself. Yeah, no, it's, a, it's refreshing today, someone so with that like that attitude on it, mate. So while you're talking about backing yourself, we'll try and uh, build the perfect amateur footy player, mate, where you get to big up your pals or, or your enemies, mate, however, however you're sure. Do you know what? I'm, I'm, I think I've been very fair, to be honest. I think I have been very fair. I don't want to be biased. I think... We'll start left foot 
I think uh, left pegs. Yeah, always start on left pegs. Goal without saying. Obviously, Leighton McGiven probably best left one of the best left foot you know about. But I'll probably say with myself playing John McAuliffe. He's now playing for Bernie Mays. Uh, Bernice might be aware of him. Yeah, the B has got to him. Don't get me wrong. He's not in the best shape now. But tell you what, some left foot on him. I think he was, went through the Everton ranks right away from a yeah. kid. Some some players, some Mays, left, some like County Road, yeah, yeah, County. Yeah. He's from County Road, yeah. yeah. But tell you what, played a little bit with him. Some left foot and my mate's little brother Jack Daly. Tell you what, left foot as a kid, probably from the ages of seven to fourteen, he's the best kid I've ever seen play football. Yeah, ever. And then he stopped playing. He was at everyone. He was at United, your Blackburn and stuff. Then he just put a bit of weight on and stopped playing. Didn't fancy it. But as a kid, left foot don't come close to him. I think. Right foot, tricky one. I think you've got to look. I've got a looking towards Deno at um, Bersco. Got a wand of a right foot for me plenty of times this season. Some some player getting on a little bit now in terms of legs, but tell you what, put on a sixpence for you, you can't complain. What about you? Might not have the same order as me, here, so you'll have to do some work. Touch I've got next. Um, touch. I'll probably go with me mate Luke Daly. I think very, very underrated. He's playing for Stonycroft now. He's just playing for the Brow as well on the Sunday. He's starting yeah. to get a little bit more recognition in regard yeah, to... The Brow are decent, aren't Good, Good player. Struggling a little bit this year, but again, it's on the Sundays. It comes down to if you're getting the same man. I think they're struggling for men every single week. So yeah. you're fighting a losing battle, aren't you? But tell you what, touch technically, can't half play. Just kills it, is it? That, is stop it? On, on a sixpence dead. Boom. Yeah, you find you. Um, skill. Skill. In regards to skill, there's not many actual like skill skill is really about that. I'd probably say you've got to look at the likes of men, isn't it, in terms of tearing inside out really most times. She was a little through ball the other day. I I had to ask commenters on Twitter, I was like some goal that yeah, even well, a finish finishing the the pass. Yeah. Ridiculous. But I think in regards to actual skill, beating a man, you're gonna struggle to find someone better than men are about. Yeah, he's horrible, isn't he? Um Heading ability, obviously, you're you're right up there in this in this one, mate. I don't, do you know what? Yeah, I'm, I'm good in the air. I think for for me, in regards to my hardest battles, I think you've got Ali who plays for the bargain and the Nalgo. Yeah, joke in the air, yeah. joke, yeah, joke. Uh, and Billy Smart. I think Billy Smart at Wilton Albion now. I've very very good battles with Billy. That was mainly in my school days and stuff like that. Really, when I was a bit younger, but I'd say Billy Smart and Ali stupid in the air. I yeah. think with me, I think. I think the f- I always say defending it is a lot easier than attacking it. I think. No, it is, though, isn't it? People don't realise. Me mate, me mate Neil's like, oh, you can't even get off the floor. And you know what? I can't really. But backpedalling, jumping, it's not easy. Yeah, yeah no, I know what you're saying. Um, speed. Speed, I would probably say Danny Brady at, at base. Go centre half. He said only a little centre half. Like, but tell you what, the kid can move. Lightning, yeah. Move. No, she- I wouldn't like to play against him. <laughs> what about strength? Strength, this is more strength against me. I think I'd say Ricky plays for the lower breath and the oyster. I think because he's a bit smaller than me, he's so compact. It's you feel the strength. I'm not really when I'm pushing against him. I'm not really pushing that. You know what I mean? He's just he's an animal to be fair. Strong, strong player. His style of play is like rashy anyway. It's intense, isn't it? So you feel it all. Yeah, Yeah. he's uh, he strongly puts it on you like good player. Um, The fittest. Ooh, fittest, I would have to say Jedi, who's playing, he was mentioned earlier on Tony's son playing for Fulham. Even when we were playing, he'd the kid to be doing, we're doing laps, 
four by four hundred meters. We just stop the kid, just do a backflip because he can. It was a joke, honest <laughs> to God. Was he playing three fighters? Oh, no, honestly, just because he could. You know what I mean? And you'd, you'd look at him, you think technically he wasn't amazing, but athletic ability next level. Yeah, uh, keepers, <sighs> keepers. I'm going. I don't know his surname, but a, a keeper for my dad's team, Vinny, ginger kid. It's top top kid, but around around nowadays, I think Paddy Paddy Malloy is it? But no, Paddy Josh Paddy Wharton. Sorry, yeah, Paddy, Paddy Wharton, top yeah, keeper. Yeah. Do you top find keeper. now the standards of keeper in the non-league? Do you find it you know the bigger the better, or is it much? I wouldn't much say so. Not really. No, there's obviously you get some units, but you get some crabs as well, don't you? I think it's keepers yeah. quite a tough one for teams, isn't it? Yeah, not half, not half, mate. Who's the uh, the funniest, the madman? Oh, funniest shout out Carter Costello, uh, hands down funniest barn pot you'd say, yeah. and Carney I'd say with us, probably the best technical player in the league. So he says, yeah, every time we're having a bevy life, but you know, <laughs> but no, if the kid can play, yeah. But I'd say funniest Carter and Carney said they make they make the dovey like to be fair to them top lads. So it's all about me, isn't it? As well, Bill, it's 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 as good as having like. And Golo can't say centre mid for you sometimes, isn't it? So they make the uh, camaraderie. And Definitely, the, yeah. It's, as I said, goes a long way, the camaraderie. What about uh, leadership? Leadership for me, I'd probably have to say Kev Pollard at first goal, really. At first when I played with Kev, I was, didn't really think all that, but tell you what, leader. And grew on me a lot, I think. Talk, talking really... That showed me, especially this year, talking so big in football, organising the defence. And I think Paddy, Paddy Lacey as well with the Dovey, I think he's helped us a lot in terms of his leadership and getting us playing the right way because he's been around, as you know, a lot of big yeah. clubs, hasn't he? So it goes a long way in terms of pushing in the right direction. Yeah, what, what's, what's it like sort of having, having someone from, you know, a sort of pro, a pro background and the experiences, obviously, that he's been through, giving, speaking to the lads and saying, look, you know, if you want to, if you want to get there, you got to knock that in the head. Or you know. spot on, I think that he definitely helped the Dovey especially go to the next level for bringing the, a bit more of professionalism really around the club in regard to that. But Paddy's helped me a lot in terms of when I because I've because I have played deeper, I was more doing doing stuff on the wing and in an effective area. He's like lad, it's Davy Jones. Well, do it all on at me really. Get up front. You're gonna do the damage there, and I think that's really helped me in terms of yeah. doing it in effective areas. What are you doing? It need the right back for you. Not needed there. Yeah, yeah. So you know, Davy Jones is a player. You know? Well, listen, I believe He's so. He don't let me. Let, let, he tells you every time you play him, and it's funny because you'll play, you'll play and play the five side, and like he can play. You get everyone with the same little drag back, and it's like, oh, you haven't played him, but I've only heard good stuff about him. Probably shouldn't say this, but I'm gonna say what one of my mates called him in a game once, and. After he megged him about four times, <laughs> after Davy Jones megged him about four times, she went to me. He said to me, "I've just been megged by that fucking hog roast about four times." All the hog roast, we were laughing. Bag but maybe he could play him. I believe so. Yeah, he could play. Even him. when you play with him in training and stuff, you can tell like. Yeah. And there's a few stories from a few of the lads and stuff. Hiding a hero, I believe. Yeah, back in the. Uh, at the Zingari Prem years ago, he played for. for I think his brother teams. as well was yeah, a good player as well. Two of them were good mates, really good. Um, right, where would we be up to? We just on attitude, haven't we? Uh, the dirtiest, dirtiest. I'd probably have to go with Georgie now at the Dovey. Yeah, I think <laughs> doesn't play that much. But it comes on, guarantee. Is that why he doesn't? That yeah, why he doesn't play? I much? think so. I think it's funny because you know what? When his head's cool, unbelievable. 
But tell you what, comes on the pitch, he just wants to, just wants to kill you. Just literally, he's gonna come and come and ride through you. and say, Georgie, don't want to tackle with him. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Georgie or maybe Baker. He's now he's playing for Mackenzie's now. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just second touch of the tackle because they wanted to be a tackle, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Slow down, no loads of them. Slow down, <laughs> slow down. So just on purpose. Um, what's the best goal you've seen scored or been involved in? I'd say. Goal I've been involved in, I probably have to say the ball one is good. What people in terms of seeing, I'd say the ball one is, is definitely up there winning it back. And I like that bit in the past. Um, I'd say that for me is my best goal I've been involved in. I'd say it's kind of that's what got me hot, really. Yeah, uh, we'll, and tag, the, we'll tag that on. Yeah, we'll ride that, we'll ride that train we? if you haven't seen yeah. it. I'll show you. Uh, best goal I've seen, funny enough, Mena last year. When COVID, Sefton could still play. So with the, I think the counties wasn't playing. So I was playing. I was I was able to play for Sefton. Yeah. And yeah. Sefton played the Nalgo, and it's halfway line. I think the keepers kicked it or come out, rushed out for it, kicked out to come to the halfway line. He's been left touch line, half volley outside the boot, didn't bounce once, just bumped straight into the corner, just yeah, like lovely. silly swoosh. goal. Swoosh. Um, what's the Ah, just the way fixture anywhere you've gone with no joy or anywhere that's just audible or you know, um, Ban Oldswick's up there. Yeah, Shit all if you don't mind me saying. Oh my god, stinks for an hour as you're going in. The pitch is awful. It's just not a nice place to go, yeah. especially on not a Tuesday night. Not enjoyable game. Oh, always freezing, wet. But I think locally, I think probably one of the hardest teams to go to, probably the Custies in terms of I, I rate the Custies highly in regards to... Yeah, really good team, mate, Andy. Play Not proper football. And I think that a big thing for them as well, a lot of their teams have been together for years, yeah, yeah. playing together for years, and they have a style of play again. It's important, and yeah, yeah it's a tough place to go to playing with the under Custies. The, under the banner of the legends, Eddie Custies oil, mate. What a fella, what a fella for the, uh, the, the amateur game. So, the last question, mate... Um, and the artist, because you'll take all the shit for the people <laughs> who, you who you don't pick. So, did you play knockout pairs? Did you ever have a Do you know what? Yeah, when, when obviously, back in the day, it's common, in it? Knockout pairs, I'll pick him first. But I think for me, I actually haven't mentioned him along any of the list. I think Shane Shaw, I had a spell at Foxhall with him. Played centimetre. He was about a little bit smaller than me. Tall, but again, he was elegant on the ball. Could play, and you know, when you get a little partnership going with someone, you're on the same wavelength yeah. and you respect each other's game. I think, in regard to that, and we complement each other well. I think I'll go with Shane, could do a little bit of everything. I think yeah. two big lumps can do a bit of both. So, being our game and knockout pairs, that is right, mate. Yeah, so you uh, obviously a, a, a big part of your game as well is is defensively the other end. Are you, are you goosed when they're dragging you back for all the corners, like trying to get back and get it. back up? I can't stand it. Like I think, I think there's been one game where I wasn't, I wasn't told to come back, and I was made up. I think because I always get the biggest assignment, and it's a bit stressful because if I come down, come down, defend, lose me man, they score. It's yeah, on me then. It's a bit stressful. I just want to start helping score goals, but yeah, I don't. I'll do it because you've got to do it. I'll do it with with Everton and Campbell. That's not enjoy. I hate defending. I say all it's the, the time. Doggies Can't. getting back in it. That's the thing. Don't people don't realise you're running sixty yards sometimes. Just get back in, sprint back in. It's like all right, mate. You're fuming every time your fullback gives a corner. <laughs> I actually do. You know, simple ones you're like what are you doing? Just like oh, it is me running back, and then if we break, it's it's me expected to get up there and support the attack, isn't it? So. Yeah. That's it, mate. You'll have to uh, you'll have to keep on with that. Comes with the disadvantages as well. Keep keep on with that runner, mate. Snow Josh, thanks very much, mate, for coming in and um obviously best of luck first and foremost with uh, with the Dovey. 
we uh, we all love the dovey. We love a li- we love, love a, the dovey. We love a little, you know, let's get in a story of right. Let's have a go. Let's get up there and have a go on the the, the proper doing that and uh, Respe- proper respected team now as well. Yeah, that's the no, thing. Not half me. It's not half. Related. And um, obviously, bit City of Liverpool, your new club, and uh, let's see, let's see what damage you can do, mate, and, and let's see where it takes you. Best that's, of luck. That's the plan. Thanks very much for having me. Let's kick on. Bosh, mate. Thank you. Thank you.